Welcome back to the podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be discussing my top 10 takeaways from Las Vegas. And this can be a bit of a broader spectrum. So it's going to be a little bit to do with, you know, life, work and fitness and gambling. So we're going to dive straight into it with lesson number one. Lesson number one is the power of community. Now, this is something that I knew already. I'm not going to touch on this too much. I have spoke about it quite a lot in my podcast before, but every time I go to an event, it just highlights how strong having good people around you is. And, you know, I know you've probably already heard it, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And it is so true. And if you spend your time with a lot of very good, very strong, very good minded and just great people, you're going to also be taking that away. So the power of community is lesson number one. Lesson number two is quite a simple one. Don't bet on Black 22. Do not bet on Black 22. That's lesson number two. Uh, lesson, lesson number three, thinking bigger and better. And I think, you know, this is from the event itself and also the one obviously I went to in Manchester as well. But this is just being in the environment of Las Vegas as well. Now, I don't know if you've listened to this, has been down to Las Vegas before, but just walking down the strip and just looking at everything, it just makes you realize the potential we have as human beings, if you will. Like, the things that have been built and the things that have been done in places like Vegas, like you realize human potential. <laughs> For instance, the Bellagio fountains, you probably might have seen on my Instagram story. And it's very similar to the Dubai ones, if you've seen those. But just that, it seems so simple, but the amount of complexity that goes behind something like that is absolutely fucking mind blowing. So going to this event, one thing I realized is we've always got to think bigger and better. I mean, the potential that we have and I think this comes back to the power of community as well if we can surround ourselves with these good people that is going to make us think bigger and better we're automatically going to operate at a bigger and better level but it's so important to aim higher because I think we limit our own potential based around our environment but also based around you know sometimes what we are our self-belief and what we believe we can achieve but I think it's so important to think so much fucking bigger and better because we have so much potential and this is why I like going to America so much because every time I go I always come back thinking bigger and thinking better because I just feel like the people and also just the environment like walking down the Vegas strip just seeing what potential we have is outstanding then number four simplicity is the key to success and you know I go to these events and every time I'm expecting the bells and whistles you know I'm expecting a big new magic trick that's going to move the needle forward the most and one thing I realized, and I listened to a lot of speakers over the last few weeks in Manchester and in um, Vegas, and then I done talk, uh, when I done my talk at the Manchester Mastermind, this is kind of what I based it around. And it is just keeping things simple, mastering the basics and showing up each day. And it's one of those massive anti-climaxes. I came away and I was thinking to myself on the plane home, what was the biggest thing I took away? You know, what was, the, what was the biggest lesson and the biggest thing that I can turn away and go, right, do you know what? This is the thing for me that's going to be the aha moment, the light bulb moment. And I kind of said to myself, simplicity. Then I thought, fuck's sake, Chris, really? You've done all this just for, you know, you've been awake for 28 hours twice and all this traveling, picked up a package. Is it really all for simplicity? But then it made me realize, because there's so many times I'll spend a day or, or I'll be in the office thinking, right, I need to do something big. I need to do something great. I need to find the next big thing. I need to be super creative. And then I think now coming back, I've got a lot more clarity around, let me just master these basics. Let me absolutely smash the basics, master them, get them perfect. That, and I could, if I can do that every single day, I will help change the world and I would help change this industry for the better. So that was a big aha moment for me. And it sounds so fucking obvious, but 
it, I think for me, putting the emphasis on its importance was the big thing because I understood its importance, but I also understood that, ah, shit, I need to find the next amazing thing. And I think the simplicity is the key to success is a big thing for me. And I even started researching or just listening to talk some other big, high successful people and some of the biggest ones, you know, the world's ever seen, your Elon Musk, your Warren Buffett and so forth. And they said the same thing. And, you know, you would think someone like that has to think outside the box, but they always come down to if I can do the basics really, really well, it gives me the, the capacity to think outside the box when I am getting creative. So big lesson, simplicity is the key to success. Then number five, the importance of daily movement. Now, let me tell you why. I picked up a back injury, quite quite a bad back injury, if I'm honest with you. Um, it's, I, I say a bad injury. It's not a bad long-term injury, but for the short term, it's an absolute fucker. But the importance of daily movement. Now, when I traveled to Vegas, so I've had a bit of a crazy two weeks. So I, I traveled to, I had a connecting flight in Chicago, but where, where I took off at Heathrow, there was a delay, which means I missed my Chicago flight. So this is when I was going out there. So I had to go from my place to Heathrow, to Chicago, to Texas, then to Vegas. It was about 25 hours of traveling all in all. And then I would, I arrived in Vegas. I was meant to arrive in Vegas midday, but I got there at like about half 10 at night. So I just checked in, went straight to bed and I was up at 6 a.m. to start the event. So then for the three-day event, I was literally seated, just seated, you know, um, for the whole, for like 10, 11 hours of the day, hour at lunch. But when you're on hour lunch, you go and sit down to have food. So I was seated for three days, pretty much back to back. I'll go for walks. But it just wasn't enough because for 10 hours of the day, I was seated. You know, my walks in the evening didn't take away the fact I was seated for 10 hours. And then for the two days remaining, I was moving a lot more. But then I came on the flight home. It was a similar problem. So my connecting flight to Chicago. So I'd go Vegas to Chicago, then have a two hour layover and then um, go straight over to Heathrow. But the problem was that when I was stopping in Chicago, there was a four hour flight delay, which was a shitter. So uh, there was like um, a storm, but also maintenance to the plane. So it was ugh, absolute bastard. Anyway, so end up taking off six hours after waiting in Chicago airport. And I was doing some walking, but I was sitting down because I thought it's a good opportunity to catch up with work and kind of go over my notes from the event. So then it was an eight hour flight to Heathrow. Now, when I landed at Heathrow, I had to travel to my place in Crawley, which is about an hour drive. I literally had to drop off my suitcase, pick up my duffel bag, get on a train and go to Manchester, which is about four and a half hours. So I'd have to go to London, Houston, which is about 45 minutes from me, and then three and a half hours to Manchester. Then I arrived in Manchester and I was awake for about 28 hours, roughly. So obviously went straight to sleep and then went to the Manchester Mastermind. So again, three hours a day, uh, sorry, three hours a day for three days, 10 hours, roughly. I was just seated, sitting down again. And where I didn't, there is a point to the story, I promise. Where I didn't move my body for almost two weeks, nowhere near enough, I picked up a really bad back injury because especially on the plane, I was sitting in a really awkward position, sitting at the, the seats. I wasn't concentrating too much on my posture. And what happened is my back kept going into spasm. I saw my physio and he said, it's definitely, definitely the traveling. You've been very static. You've been hunched over in a, in a, in a not very good position for you know, nearly two weeks. And on my way home from Manchester, it's obviously the five-hour journey back home from Manchester. I got off the train uh, at Three Bridges for those who, who are listening that are local. And I couldn't walk. I had like old ladies overtaking me. I had people stopping, you okay? Like, do you need a hand? And um, I couldn't walk. And I was, I to be fair, this whole time I was traveling, I was carrying really two quite heavy bags. So I had like a backpack and I had like a duffel bag. Um, 
So I was literally dragging my duffel bag across the floor, fuming. So I ripped it, but I was I, I had to drag it because I couldn't carry it. My back was so fucked. And it highlighted the importance of keeping your body moving. Because if I kept my body moving more frequently throughout those two weeks, I would not have run into the back injury. And it's now about five days since I've come back. And it is a lot better because I've been resting and I've been moving well and I've been keeping, you know, the hot water bottle in it. But it was still, it's still hurting now. Like even now I'm having to like, if you're watching this on the video, I'm having to puff my chest in the air because it fucking, my back gets achy. But over the next couple of days, please say, look, it's going to be absolutely fine. It's just because, you know, it's going into spasm because it's been so static for so long. But the importance of daily movement is so important, especially if you work a desk job, just moving is an absolute key. So moving on to the next one, that's a bit long-winded. The next one, number six, the there is always more to learn. You know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. I'm going to say that one again. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong fucking room. Okay. So that's why I consistently get myself in these different rooms full of super intelligent and super experienced people. Because, you know, if I'm, if I'm the dumbest person in the room, I've done something right. I'm in a good room because I consider myself to be somewhat intelligent. So if I go into a room and I'm the, most, and I'm the dumbest person in the room, I've done something well, because I think if we, if we think, you know, oh, I'm the most intelligent person in this room, I know the most. Firstly, we're naive as fuck. So if you think you can't get value from what somebody else is saying, you're extremely naive. But for me, I know if I keep putting myself in, my, in these different rooms and if I'm traveling 26, 27 hours to put myself in these rooms, I'm, I'm satisfied because I know I'm not, the most, I'm not the most intelligent in this room, which means I can gain so much more value through conversation. So there was loads and loads of people at these events that I went to. I had so many conversations with so many great people and a lot of them much more intelligent than me. And I gained value from these conversations. So I'm going to continue putting myself in the rooms where I'm not the smartest so I can learn. You know, we've got two ears and one mouth for a reason so we can listen. So going into these rooms and just listening was a game changer. So there's always, always, always more to learn. You never know everything. Um, number seven, do not sleep with the AC on blast every night. A mistake I made, and if you follow my social media uh, on Instagram at Halal Fit, you'll probably see me walking around with nasal strips all the time. And where I slept with the AC on, it bunged my nose up. So on my 20, uh, sorry, on my 30 hour travels from Vegas to London, then obviously up to Manchester. So the actual travel is about 18 hours, 18, 19 hours, roughly the, the uh, Vegas to Chicago with the delay to London. But then it was about another roughly seven eight hours for me to go from london back to my place wait 45 minutes then get to the train wait for the train then get the train up to houston then wait for the manchester and get to manchester so i had to do all that with a fucking bunged up nose i had a worse cold my nose was dripping like a tap and that's why i was wearing the nasal strips because i had my ac on blast every night i was fucked so don't sleep with your ac on blast every night i had a podcast on the at oh that's another i travel up to liverpool as well um, but i had a podcast the morning after i was traveling to london and I sounded like Darth Vader, even on my check-ins. I was doing my check-ins and I sounded like fucking Darth Vader. So that's why I had the nasal strips on if you saw it. Um, number eight, memories are priceless. Um, so I, I, had, I had a lot of fun over the last two weeks. So I went to like a Raiders game, the Canelo fight in the MGM Grand, um, the events that I went to, like, you know, I come away from these things and I go, shit, like I had a great time. Like the Raiders game, I've got memories, the people I spoke to at the event, I've got memories of these things and they're priceless because I will take those away and I'll remember them when I'm older and, you know, when I was a little bit younger, materialistic things mattered most because I never had it. <laughs> so I always just usually look at these things, think, oh, I really want that bag or, you know, I really want that car or, you know, why can't I have that? And now it's like, if I have experiences, I'm so fucking happy. I'm satisfied. All I want is experiences, you know? So for me to be able to experience 
the Raiders game, the Canelo fight, the, you know, going to, to these events. You know, even we went to Junkyard Golf in Manchester. Great time. I've got that experience. I've got that memory. So memories and prices. Then the next one, Porsche control is key. When I went to America, it made me realize why there's a big overweight issue in America. Fuck me, the portion sizes are ridiculous. I can eat. Let me say something. I can eat. But going there and getting the portion sizes come out, I thought, shit. Fuck, I, I, was, I, I was really disappointed. I was like, I can't eat all this. Fuck, what the fuck? And they'll bring out a portion of chips. Like, I'd, I'd order fries. And it'll come out in a huge fuck off basket. It'll look like a baking tray. And then it'll have two massive cups on the side. And I thought, oh, it's just dipping sauce. It was cheese. So they had like huge tubs of cheese with chips. And, oh my God, it's ridiculous. So portion control is key. I can see why most people are fat in America. Make sure that you're controlling your portion sizes because that's where the extra calories add up. And then number 10, this is probably the deeper one. And my vision to change the world is getting closer and more realistic every single day. And for me, that, that means the world to me because my vision to change the world is always feeling like, oh, you know, I want to change the world. I know I can't do it. But every single day I wake up, sit down at my desk, go to my office and, and crack on with everything I know I need to do. This vision is becoming more and more realistic. And now we're helping people in almost all the different continents of the world. So we're, we're tapping into the bigger picture now. And every day it's getting closer and it's getting more realistic. So lesson number 10, make sure you every single day you're doing something to support your vision. So they're my 10 lessons from Vegas. Finish on a, a proper fucking deep one. Uh, but they're my top 10 lessons from Vegas. Um, and if you want to learn more from me, more to do with what I talk about on my podcast, there's loads more of it on both TikTok, on YouTube and on Instagram. So go check those out. And if I can help you in any which way, just shoot me over a DM and I'm more than happy to answer any questions you have. But in the meantime, have an awesome day. And I hope these 10 lessons from Las Vegas helped you today.